everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Mindspace Talk. I'm Wayne McCrory, your host. And this week we have the lovely opportunity to talk with Sammy. Um, Sammy, would you like to give a little bit of an introduction about yourself? Yeah. What's up, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Um, so my name is Sammy Della O. I'm a storyteller. I'm a digital advisor. But most importantly, I just always like to connect all the circles to your stories personally and professionally. And I'm excited to talk about the mind space talk because it just seems like it's so timely. Right, Wade? I know. And especially like with where you and I have been working recently, the projects we've been working on together. This is like, I mean, this has been a huge conversation that you and I have both had about just where are you at mentally? You know, how are you operating your business in that aspect? What does the past look like in terms of operating in that standard? And then like, where are we trying to get? Where are we trying to go? And who's there to support you? So today we are going to be talking about a lot, very wide span of different topics um, in regard to the mind space and where your mindset is overall. But the First and foremost, during this whole broadcast, if there's any questions, comments you have to make, just leave them down in the comment section um, and we will answer them. We'll bring them onto the show and we'll answer. Um, but first and foremost, I mean, where where are you at right now, Sammy, um, with just connecting to business, the world, entrepreneurship, wherever it is? Like, tell us a little about that. Well, I always like to, I've learned to say where I'm physically at, not mentally. So I'm physically here in Mexico. So I'm out of the States. Mentally, I'm global because we live in this new world where we're able to connect from people in the States, US, Dubai, New Zealand, the whole nine. And the business part of it is that I'm actually currently working on not outside of, you know, the fancy titles that I have, but it's like, hey, what is my actual offer? And it's something versus if you if you're really passionate about what you're doing, I can just kind of give up. Right. But I'm like, OK, what's my offer? What's my offer? What's my offer? And I have coaches, mentors and the people that once you've invested in yourself are keep not necessarily reminding you of you, but it's like, what's your offer? So it's really sitting with those questions and what your service is going to be. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a huge thing is there was actually in regards to that. I watched a. Um, a TED talk earlier today and it was talking about that like why behind things and just how you are physically made up as a person biologically and it was very fascinating to see how we are biologically made up and how our brains operate and the energies that they give off and the things that we use as humans to determine you know what kind of services we're interested in and one of the big examples they gave was apple and you know they're a very large corporation now and if i believe they're the largest in the world and you know they were originally just a computer company and now they have products spanning over all of these different markets but they're still the same company and people buy their products for the same reason and mm -hmm. It even it relates back to the who you are as a person, right? And it's the same reason, like why why are we doing the things we're doing and what's encouraging us to do that? And that leads us great, like perfect transition into this the beginning of our conversation of we really want to focus on how are we training our minds to live our life, our purpose, our reasoning on this world and execute our mission with all of the different worldly things we have around us of distractions and the temptations and the hardships and even depression at points of how do we operate efficiently. And I think that's the, one of the biggest things that our viewers are here to listen to today is in terms of your operating standards, how do you set your mission, your why above the worldly things that we live and encounter on a daily basis? So my step one, because that can be such a complex answer. So I'm like, okay, how much time do I actually have of the day, like within the day? And I literally just, and this is something that's fresh, like anything that I'm talking about, wait, I remember we talked about before. It's not like, oh, it's something I learned within the year. I'm like, I literally finally applied this, this current Saturday. So it's like, how many hours do I actually have within the day. And I'm like, okay, I have 14. And then when you subtract from, you know, 
four things that I've been really investing in myself is from wealth, relationships, health, and experience. So when you subtract four hours and then when you're committed to other um, opportunities, when you subtract another five, I'm like, okay, I actually have five hours in the day. What am I going to do in this mind space time? So before even talking about your high and your, your high, your why and how and what I actually, I think you have to, it's, it's important to how many hours do you have in the day to actually invest this mind space or going even diving into your why of it, if that makes sense. Of course. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with somebody in a meeting this morning about that same thing. And it was just in terms of productivity and, you know, how are we delegating our time? Because you sit here and you think you have all the time in the world, but really in, in one day, when you factor in all the other things and dilemmas that might pop into play, you might really only have a few hours of development time. And the biggest thing I've seen is, is those distractions. And so if you really hone in, just like you said, on those, on how much time you actually have, it's a lot easier to pan out those different distractions. Cause once you, once you find that reason of what you're going after and why you're going after it, it becomes a lot easier to set aside that time and say, I don't have time for this distraction today. I, I'm on a mission to complete this today. And it is true. You know, looking at, I just started using this new scheduling AI software, which is like, it's like everyone's conversation. We cannot I, talk about it. You know, I'm, I'm more of like, hey, what time do you have to log in to get in there? Because it says it's at capacity and they'll let me know later. Like you ever think about like stepping out of that business and like what if if so many people were researching on Google and you're like, oh, it's too, it, uh, you know, it's at capacity. So kind of bringing this in is like, what are you doing with your time of, hey, the investment of waking up early or whatever time to get in the room just to be in these digital rooms because we live in this world where you don't need to hop on planes anymore you can just log right in it makes it so much easier and it wasn't until i got into business that i realized that and that's why we have partners all over the world now we've got norway sweden australia um you know canada's right next to us but it's it's still a trip and we're able to communicate with those people we're able to transact with those people we're able to create ideas with those people change lives with those people and where I was going with that new AI software stuff, like I have a very difficult time focusing like on a certain thing. I'm, I'm all over the place all the time. And you know that from our yeah. conversations. Um, but it really did bring a light to that. How much time do I have today? You know, outside of all my meetings, how much time do I have today to work on me, to work on these projects, to work on the businesses? And it's not much time. It really isn't. And there also becomes a, a, a point too where you have to watch that spare time that you have, you know, those, those hours that you have set aside for that development and growth. I don't believe there's a point where you have grown too much. You can give your opinion on that, but I believe there's an endless amount of opportunity and growth for us individually and as organizations. But I believe that there is a point where you push yourself too hard during a certain time span and you have got to step away and reground yourself. And there was actually another meeting that I had today um, around lunchtime with somebody from one of the organizations I'm involved with. And it was normal. It was just a catch up call like, Hey, this is what project we have going right now. This is how you're involved. Um, you know, where can you help? And it turned into an hour long conversation, this 10 minute phone call turned into an hour long conversation about grounding yourself and taking a step aside during those very overwhelming moments and taking a break for you. Um, because if you're not fully aware and fully there for other people before yourself, then are you really helping? You know, are you really bringing that value and re really bringing that full potential and benefit of yourself to those you're serving. Um, if you get in those moments where you're overwhelmed and just overtaken by everything that you're trying to do in a span of time. So do you think that there's a level um, that you have began over pushing yourself in terms of filling that time or what's your take on that? Well, my, before I kind of bring up the take, we were talking about of like, of like, well, one thing, one of my favorite quotes right now is either get, it's either give up or grow. So I go, my, my default 
is just keep growing, right? So I just wanted to make sure, you know, you got the answer for that part. But I think it's more of actually yesterday, I had like a mental tap out. And I think it was more of you, you get so I call it the vortex. But I was like, man, I'm in the vortex. But it's like, I love this vortex because I'm like meeting people. I'm, but I'm also putting action in my day, you know, mm-hmm. and we're putting all these generate activities. And then I kept going and going and going. And then s- s- very similar when you when you brought up like when you had that hour call where I'm on my last Zoom call and they're like, are you all right? And then just hear, hearing that question, you just like broke. Yep. So I think it's important to one, take breaks in between the calls, which I didn't do yesterday, which is why I had a tapped out moment, but also being human about it of, hey, it's I'm not giving up here. It's just more I I, 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 I unfortunately I went to the burnout and to be aware of that. And but it's like, OK, I know not to be to pretty much pace myself today, which I've been doing. So that's kind of like my take on it is pace yourself, take those breaks, whether it's stepping away from your computer, you, you know, we both like walks. And um, also just when you get asked about like, hey, are you all right? Don't like just break down if you have to. And I think it's, it's we live in this world where we don't wear these masks anymore, but it's like, hey, I'm just pushing through, but I'm going to be all right. It's just not in my DNA to give up. So just keep growing. They're called growing pains for a reason. Of course. And that is, that is the thing that is just, has I've that I've really just pulled close to home lately is those sense of overwhelmments and those that sense of like it's okay if I'm not 110 miles an hour a day all day long. Um, even though there are those moments that I have a hard time going to sleep because I'm like I I, I want to I want to finish this right I and just like that you called the vortex. It's so true. Like I was in the vortex at the beginning of this week. It felt like. And all of last week, because it was just like there was one thing after another that we could potentially create for somebody or do for somebody or an opportunity that arose for somebody in our team or for myself or somebody in the family, you know, whatever it was. And it's like, I want to get this out, this content out immediately or develop this entire concept and idea right now, because I, I just I really enjoy being in that vortex yeah, and I have a question. Something came in mind, Wade. What, what are your thoughts on this? We're, we're, we're hearing the word break, right? And we have those personalities is like, okay, how long is this break? So I have like two perspectives on it of like when we're talking about, do like, well, one, how long is this break? And two, what if you got the offer of like, hey, I'm going to let you like take the week off. Like what's your approach on those two things? So, I mean, honestly, I really feel like, the when you said when we talk about the phrase break i immediately thought i don't think it's really a break i i don't think that's the correct the correct phrase for it or the concept for it just because there there's something else there and i i wouldn't i wouldn't call it a break because what you're doing is you're not stopping like in, in complete concept regard, you're not stopping, you're not halting anything. You're purely just fulfilling yourself for a second and understanding you to continue growing and developing something. So I don't think break would be the entirety, like the correct word or phrase to use. It would be more or less taking a pause and that still isn't the right thing. I'll have to think on that yeah, on what concept yeah, I want to use. I know it's just it just brought up to mind because like we, we hear the you know I mean we we consume very similar content or produce and it's like what what is this new term like especially like again what what mind space is right? It's like I'm gonna give you your mental space. I'm gonna give you your mental like br- like breath work. It's it, it's just something I've been interested in putting yeah. it words but I also wanted to kind of talk about it today is because we want to go there in that direction or it's like it's just making people like oh they're t- they're like it's like tell us more like they're feeling this too they're they're feeling understood oh for sure and the the reason we actually ended up calling it mind space was I there was several individuals that I was working with one on one and there was a lot of different topics that we kept 
routing back to every single person. It was the same thing. It was the same feeling, the same sensation. And what it came, what it come to find out, I just kept trying to coach in a way of like, you have got to get in the correct mindset. Like we have got to get in this place where we understand why we're trying to go somewhere, how we're going to get there and understanding why this certain activity is not beneficial whatsoever. Like, and this is the reason why we're not progressing. And I began looking into, okay, then how do we get to that specific mindset? And that's where Mindspace was created because I truly believe that there is, you've got to be in a certain mental space, a mind space of, I want to be here, or I want to go here, or I want to do this, or I want to accomplish this, that then assist you in getting into the correct mindset to grind away or to go out there and get out of your comfort zone and go meet certain people or start conversation with certain people. And so that was really where Mindspace came from. And so that it was a great point because a lot of people were like, what in the world is Mindspace? Like, you know, everybody, everybody, knows, what a, everybody knows what a break is or what a pause yeah. is. But, and we're sitting here trying to recorrect that. But yeah, Mindspace really is. It's just that getting in the right, where, where am I at fully? How am I feeling? What is, you know, how is my mental health having an impact on my physical health? How are my conversations being affected by the things going on in my life, whatever it is? And how will that in relation get me to that certain mindset of wanting to go, go, go and achieve and achieve and achieve? Um, which is why that, you know, the breaks are so beneficial is because there is a point where you have to step back and you have to go, okay, I'm extremely overwhelmed. I'm extremely anxious. I don't know what my next step is. I don't know. I don't know any, I don't know where, where I'm at right now. All I know is I'm stuck in the same autopilot every single day. And where's, where's my next step? Like, how do I stop feeling like this when I'm doing what I love? And that's why I had brought up, you know, what do you do in regard to determining where you're at in the moment and determining when a break is necessary? So yes, great conversation there on, on that. And I feel like it was described very well from you. Like you were actually the initial, the reason I asked you on today was because you were one of the first ones, actually the first one to make me realize on our first call together last year of it's okay to step back for 15 minutes and look at, okay, I'm extremely overwhelmed and anxious right now. I, I, I can, I can text this person or call this person or, chat with this person and say, Hey, I just need like 15 minutes to like bring it back to earth. And then I'll be fully prepared and fueled back up to go. And that's why I, I had you on today. Well, I'm honored, but even like when you're talking like the 15 minutes, uh, say we had a call scheduled and it's, I know, again, you guys will realize Wade and I, I feel like we talk every other day, if not every day now. Mm -hmm. And I think, I'm so big on protecting these 15 minutes or whatever these blocks are. Cause so say it's like, Hey, we're supposed to meet at five and there's a delay and knowing that he would want to end his say, we're supposed to meet at five, five 15. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll hop on right after I'm done with this meeting. I'm like, Hey, when you're done with your meeting, give yourself like a five, 10 mm -hmm. minute and then give me a ring just, just to, to protect it. And I think knowing that you're just not keep going and going is exactly why I protect it because I've experienced it um, a multiple times. I'm still trying to get a, a, a you know, a handle on it, but I no, don't. It was, it was just like literally, like that literally happened last week. Yeah. You know, there was, I, I was at a meeting and it was sadly, we ended up not getting to meet, but um, you did, you, you, she had messaged me and said, Hey, I get it. Take 15 minutes on your way back home and then, and then call me. Um, because she knew, Sammy knew <laughs> that I have been going all day long. And, you know, it's, it's a healthy balance. You have to know that healthy balance to protect what your mind can do. And there was actually something I saw yesterday and I tried it this morning. It's very fascinating to show you how powerful the mind is. And if you're not in a good mental space, how much it affects you. So what it was and whoever 
oh, somebody else might have saw it on TikTok. I don't know. Um, I saw it on Instagram Reels as I was scrolling through yesterday, looking at different speeches and stuff for a TED Talk. But the um, the idea was if you get a string and a ring, right? And you take this string and you wrap it around the ring and you knot it. And then you hold the string up with the ring and you let go of it. And you obviously, you make the ring still where it's not moving. Just to show you how powerful the brain is by thinking that that ring was moving left to right, you would then begin seeing the ring sway left to right because of the frequencies and the energy your body's giving off. And then you could sit there and literally change the direction of it and move it forward to backwards just by thinking this ring is moving forward or backwards and the ring would begin moving directions. And then it was started spinning in a circle when you started thinking about it spinning in a circle just by holding a string connected to a ring. And I tried it this morning and it's valid. It works. And it just was astonishing. So there's a good little experiment to try if you're just curious on how, you know, if you're not worried about your mental, you know, how you're thinking and where you're at, try that. And then you really understand just how powerful this thing is up here in determining what's going to happen in your future, what's going to happen in the now, what's going to happen in the evening, um, what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, it's just, it's just insane to me to think like if you're not in a good headspace where it's, where it's going to, where it's going. So. And I have another experiment too, because, um, I mean, you know me, I'm my, I'm my anal, I love my logistics. So about like 52%, the, the world is working remote. So that's, I mean, that's a big number. And that's, that's in the States internationally, it's about 47%. So outside of getting like those logistics of it, um, I was watching like a Jim Quick and knowing that, and again, this goes more to like the remote workers is again, I already have my schedule, right. But I mean, I, it would be funny to see like what everyone's like favorite remote, like, you know, w- when they're working on their, you know, kind of like their, their posture of working. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I, I, I'm even guilty of it. Like I've definitely worked for my bed and have like a pillow in there and it just, it feels so comfortable, but similar as a different exercise and experience of like, Hey, if you're, if you're working from bed, from the bed, you're, that's not in knowing that I protect my sleep. I don't want to, I don't want to combine sleep and work together. So after watching one of Jim Quick's videos and actually been experimenting at least the last eight days, I just, I, I work outside now or I'm working from, you know, cafes or I'm working from my school lobbies just because it's, I don't want to connect the, uh, I don't want to at least pretty much the power of our mind. I don't want to connect sleep and work on working from my bed anymore. So pretty much ever since I've watched that video, I don't work on my bed anymore. So I actually, um, we have Ethan says, hello, Ethan, if you're still on, hello, um, give it and let us know. We'll be more than happy to answer and chat. Um, we have another, before I go to the next thing, um, before I leave my comment on that, we have somebody who says, um, remote work is challenging reteaming is a challenge um and same thing interrupting your patterns is a challenge so how would you say that transition from because i'm I'm guaranteed you were affected by going from in-person work to remote work was the transition difficult for to for you and did you ever have to go back into that real in-person conversations and work life yeah um well, one, when I was working remote, I felt like I, I had to work 24-7. And I, or I just felt like I always had to be become available because it's like, yeah, you're working from home and you're getting a call, email, text. And because you're working from home, you feel like, oh, I have to always be mm-hmm. on. And then I hit where my sleep was being affected. And then after having a sleeping coach, which it's I know it sounds weird, but you do have to have a equally of having a mindset coach, you have to have a I highly recommend of sleeping or at least protecting your sleep from that six to eight hours, because similar of these 15 minute breaks or what we're calling it, you can't show up not only virtually or personally um, to your 110 or 100 um, percent. And then the second part is the the reteaming of it is that, I mean, I was working remote, I feel like for at least a straight year. And then I was balancing 50 percent remote, 50 percent in person because I was in two different industries. So I, I liked it, um, the balance of it, but I think it's important to 
hey, when you're actually available and when you're not. That's, I mean, that was the same thing. Like, you know, you had the disconnect from working in bed rather than to working. Like it just, it didn't correlate correctly to where you slept and where you were working. And I actually started to, there's days that I have like a ridiculous amount of work to do and I have to be super productive. I saw this thing on how you can keep your brain engaged where it doesn't think it's time to relax and where it knows this, you know, it's time to work. It's time to get things done. Um, was just keeping your shoes on all day. Like if you're at home working remotely and you have to work and there's a bunch of different distractions, put your shoes on and keep your shoes on. And so I started doing that and it works like a hundred percent, like by keeping my shoes on, it's the simplest thing, right? But your brain is so powerful. And just by it knowing that your shoes are on. And changing your clothes too. Like yeah. people could be in the same pajamas. And that's why I like, uh, I heard it from Martha Stewart, like she just starts her day and like goes right in the shower. So I've been doing that to like start with cold showers, but also just like it's that reset because it's just protecting it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That process. And it's in to respond. I totally skipped a pie, it, but whatever you were talking about having that, um, that designated zone for like sleeping and working, yeah. like that's another big thing. Like that's why I, even I'm not going to leave the house. I dress if it's if, as if I was going out just because it's, I might then understand that, Hey, it's a work day today. Uh, we need to get this done. And that's why my office space is so important to me. And it's so difficult for me not to work without an office because I have trained myself that when I am in the office, that's when I work. And if I'm not in the office, that's when it's time to take a breather. And I've had to slowly transition myself to realizing even if I'm not in the office, (laughs) you still have to be working and understanding of your surroundings and what's going on. So, and that the person who asked the question about remote work was actually Lisa. Apparently there's a connectivity issue right now with um, LinkedIn. So it's not telling us who people are, but um, anyways, the thing I wanted to, um, Lisa has another question for us. Um, do you believe work life is about balance or integration? It's like, to me, it's 50, 50, but if I had to choose one, um, it'd be integration. Cause to me, when I see, when I read the word integration, it's actually applying because you can say, Oh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to choose this personal time over the work time, but it's like, where's the actually fire and rocket and the action behind it. So I would say integration. I, I agree with that because it's, Literally, as soon as you started saying you think it's a little bit of both, I had already thought to myself, I think both apply. But when you go into the idea of integrating it, because like we live our personal lives no matter what. Yeah. But where does that work life come in? And it is an integration. You have to add that that work life into that personal life you're already living. And that's that's where we once again, we circle right back to that whole concept of like, understanding where you're at in that moment, understanding how, how am I asking that question? How am I doing? Am I my full potential right now? Am I making the decisions that benefit my personal well-being and my personal space that I'm in that mental space that I'm in? And so um, with that, there are, we had kind of discussed pre-show a little bit in the green room, but I, Oh, Lisa loved, loved your comment on the, the integration <laughs> um, energy. <laughs> I know it's so great. It's, um, we talked, like I said, we talked about it a little bit in the green room pre-show and it was just the whole concept of coaching others and in times of receiving information. So mm-hmm. in my in previous time, and even now I am, working with several different individuals. I wouldn't say particular coaching, but anybody who wants the help, they can reach out and, you know, I'll be more than happy to provide feedback and guidance. But the biggest thing that I have had issues with, with these people is the constant, I'm in it, I'm not in it. I'm in it, I'm not in it. I care, I don't care. And there was a point where I realized, you know, I'm pouring a lot of time and energy here into this specific person or persons and 
there has to be, in my mind, there has to be a point where you have to sit down and say, listen, if you're in this, great. I don't mind, you know, spending that time with you to help you out and grow you as a person. But if you're not in it, just let me know. Um, because then it's, it's not benefiting either of us because I'm giving you information you're not able to receive at this exact moment. So, you know, where I'm trying to go with that is, do you believe that there is a point in a space where you're receiving information as a person? And do you believe that you have to continue providing support, even if they're not in a space to receive? If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Having been in both seats before, um, I, my new language is this is working and this is not working. So knowing that and to be direct about it right up front, I can meet you on day one or, you know, day five, week one, one month. But it's just like this isn't working. And I just want to and, and to kind of remind myself, what are the commitments and also theirs? And you'll realize and remember how we're just talking about like putting energy into it. Mm-hmm. Once I've said that this is working, this is not working. This is what if you're really in for it, these are the action steps. And if there's not even an action, not even one of those, you start, I start conserving my energy and distancing myself because this is not in service to me, not only for personally, but it's like, I need to keep going because I'm all about fueling versus draining. No. Yeah. And that's it. Once again, we go to that personal life, work life integration um, which was a great phrase, Lisa, you did, you did a wonderful job with that, um, question, but it's, um, it's a lot of like, you're taking the time to integrate these people into your life. And that information that's being given out is, you know, what's helped you and I get to where we're at and healthy wise. Um, and it's very valuable information. I think there's a lot of people out there that would want that information, Um, I know there is, but I do just like, just like you said, I I think there is a space to have that conversation of like, listen, I can't keep diving deep into all these different situations and conversations with you if you're not ready to take this seriously. And maybe we can find a process that does work, but right now the current situation, it's not working. And, you know, it's, there have been people that I've worked with that I wouldn't expect to have to go through that with, but it's happened every time. And it's just, it's just crazy, especially when people are given an opportunity and don't, don't execute on it. And especially with um, actually a conversation that I had with somebody else last week as well. It was, you don't realize how much opportunity is out there if you're in that healthy space. And even if you're not, you still don't realize how much opportunity is out there because you're not out there looking for it. You're not trying because you don't think it's achievable. You don't think it's, you don't think it's available to you, but just as you know, I mean, one of the projects that we're working on right now, I don't think either of us would have ever thought that that would even be a possibility. That conversation with that person would be a conversation that to be had even or the opportunity to have but because you and we're just i mean we're normal people just like everyone else is and just like they are they're still a normal person but it just society puts such a big emphasis and concern around certain people to make them feel like they're not in your worthiness almost you could say um but you know, you just got to go out there and try because 99% of the time people don't show up. That's, that's been a huge thing that I've realized that was a conversation last week, just 99% of people won't show up. But if you just go out there and look for the opportunity or just try to go get what you're, what you, what you dream of having, then more likely than not, you're already ahead the 99% of the people. So you're already 99% of the way closer than everybody else. And you're one step closer for you personally. So it's being like one step closer, but also just standing out that 1%. And I remember where I was going back and forth of bringing this up, but it's like, I think it, it still goes under the umbrella of mind space is how do you feel mentally being the young one in the room? Mm. 
I've been thinking about that lately, and it's not. I'm, yeah. I'm very. I'm, again, philo- I, I think being minoring in philosophy and looking in perspective. But I always, um, I always respect. I always respect the chain of command. And I, I'm just interested of like, how do you feel being the young one in the room? Because if anything, I'm like, I feel good, but also I'm aware of it. So it's not necessarily wow. acting or feeling anything behind it, but I just kind of wanted to talk about it because it's still related in the mind weight. It is, it is. And it it does take, just like next weekend, I'll be at an event with 300 other people and all of them are about at minimum 10 years older than I am. And so at first it was very awkward because it's just like, oh, what's that phrase and term I'm looking for, that terminology? Um, it's just like being a, an orange in an apple field, right? Like you're the one that stands out because you're just so much different than everybody else. And it was very awkward because it was like, you've got all these eyes on you. You've got, you know, at the time I felt like there was something that I had to offer Mm-hmm. even though I didn't have anything to offer and everybody knew that it still felt like an obligation. And so I had to grow out of that. And I had to realize like, I don't have anything right now that I can give to these people, but eventually I will. And eventually I will deserve to be in this room. And so while I have the opportunity, I'm going to live it. And I'm just going to have to put that, that whole mind space aside of like, I don't belong here because I'm so different. And now being in those rooms, it's a proud moment. It's not a awkward or a insecurity thing where it's like, I don't deserve to be here. It's, it's a proud moment to be there now. And that these, these older individuals are wanting to be a part of my journey and be a part of my story and be a part of what I'm on a mission to, to conduct. And so, and overall, in summary, to answer that question, it's, it's now a lot more comforting and I'm so looking forward to next weekend um, just because people from literally all over the world travel in for these types of events. And so there will be people there from 60 different countries and all in one room. And most of them do what? That's like an expo. Like when I went to Dubai Expo, there's yeah. like 200 and something countries together. So really live it up. No, and it's it's such a fun experience to have. And, you know, people all the time, it just, you know, this irritates me more than being the youngest one in the room is people are like, oh, well, I thought you were going to go to the game with us this weekend. Or you thought you are going to go do like, go to Dave and Buster's, you know, whatever it is, like some activity, right? Normal weekend activity. Like that, that bothers me more than Mm -hmm. being that person in the room because there's so much, that's one of those distractions, right? And I mean, it's great, right? I, every, every, there's time and space for that. But when there isn't, when you have an opportunity to go be with certain people or be a part of a certain opportunity or experience. I think 100% of the time, if you don't take it, then you, you don't care enough. Yeah, I think it's just also shining a light outside of, you know, kind of bringing it up and how we're kind of both partaking on it is outside of being aware of it. But I'm like, kind of, I'm just really embracing age um, because especially, uh, you know, outside from the business aspect of it, from the personal aspect of it, um, as you know, and I will share with the world, I'm learning a new language and I feel like, you know, I'm 30 and you're learning a new language and people are like, you know, good luck because that memory <laughs> is part of the brain. But it's just like, I just kind of approach it like, hey, I have nothing to lose. Um, but I, I just really want to tell your audience, like embrace outside of if you feel like one of the youngest people in the in the room is an industry, but also when you're when you're applying and learning a new skill to embrace being older or younger and just kind of don't let it don't um don't play too mindful of it just just show up and that's all um perfectly okay and questions like when people are older than you they're like afraid to ask it like a certain question i'm like i just ask it i'm like 
whether being the oldest one in the room or not. Oh, I'm not going to nod my head like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. No, I don't know who that is. Tell, like, yeah, no idea. They like, what? Like, not going to lie. I'm going to I'm going to say it like, um, was it Mr. Beefs? Oh, my God. Mr. That big YouTube star. Yeah, Mr. Beast. Yeah, Mr. Beast. And I'm like, like what? And I'm like, I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> the only reason I know who he is is because I get those his stupid videos on my feed. Like when I'm I'm literally going to post content or whatever it is, and one of his videos of like I made this guy live in this circle for sixty days. I watched that one. His, his work is very admirable, but I think it's outside of just like owning. Mm -hmm. knowing some no, owning like really knowing someone or not knowing someone doesn't matter how old i am no yeah and he's very unique fan base for sure um he has created amazing things with that but it, back on what we were initially talking about of your your words of embracing that was was perfect and that's where it's come to now is embracing those moments and for all the young listeners it's when you're young and you're much younger than the audience and the group that you're hanging out with and that you're exposed and involved with, that is the time for exponential growth. I would no doubt in my mind, that is the time when you show up and you show out because there is so much opportunity to be made during that time, just because you are the center of attention. Like you are that person. Everybody's like, did you see, did you see that one guy? Like, did you, you know, he's like, 14 years younger than we are and it's like you do know he's you know 26 or you know whatever it is and they're like i have no idea but you're you're still the you're still the motive for conversation and so if people can see your ambition and drive and your want and need for whatever it might be like you're just you know like many of our coaches and mentors have said you're just one relationship away from that big thing and you don't know who's in the room so take the opportunity with like put the awkwardness aside put the anxiety aside and put the i'm not worth it aside even if it's just for a second and allow yourself to take in all of the different people and their opinions and and conversation because if they're is very, very, very few. And this is what I have found out since getting into business and, you know, in this industry and world of fascinating world that we get to live in is everybody is going after the same exact thing. And if you're the one that stands out, especially as a younger individual, your opportunity is literally endless because you are that person that stands out and you which you wouldn't think is the thing you would want to do. You don't think you would be the one going against the system, what everybody else believes, but I I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying that it's the smart move to make. I'm just saying, if you do that, the amount of eyes that you'll catch and the amount of lives that you can change and impact is exponential and endless once again, because you are that black sheep in a crowd of white and it's, you just, you stand out a lot easier. And so it's a lot easier for you to get a message across to people like investors or, you know, creative, like your imagination. It's a lot easier to express those things because they already see you differently. And so if you come into this with a crazy idea, this crazy concept, it's so much easier to voice and you wouldn't think it is, but it is. And like, I could, I could talk about that forever. So I have to cut myself off there, but um, I do. I, I really want to encourage those the ones that are younger, older, or even like everybody else, like go and em embrace, just like you said, go embrace those moments and those experiences. And you'll be shocked at how much it changes the course of your life for the better. Um, mm -hmm. Just by, you know, we talk about it all the time, Sammy is just living in the moment, live, live now. Like yeah. if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then we need, you know, it's the same question is what we're doing working or not working. Like, do I, how did I feel six months ago? And how do I feel now? If I feel the same, then everything that I did obviously wasn't working. So it's, which I hope you don't go six months of something not working. You're not even realizing it, but mm -hmm. it's still that question. So valid, you know, like 
it's not working. So <laughs> let's, let's pivot, let's transition, let's move. And you'll, I think you'll be shocked at, at what it brings you. So as I, like I said, and I still kept going, even after I said to cut myself off. So do you have anything else on that, Sammy? Um, no, I, 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 pretty much that you wrapped it and, and tied it really nicely. Well, great. I'm trying to, there was one more thing that we were going to talk about. I don't remember what it was. Um, but, oh, go ahead. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll end with this unless you have something else you wanted to say after, but, um, we, I know we didn't scratch the surface really on our, um, you know, past in the whole entrepreneurial world and, um, career path. But I think everything that we spoke about is for a hundred percent our operating standards for every day that we live and how we got to where we're at mentally now, um, and where we're at physically. And it's crazy to think that we literally met online, like doing business, like we met and have built a phenomenal relationship out of it and have, are working on a huge project together right now that could, could help thousands of people. And it's just, like you said at the beginning of the show, it's we're in a international digital world now. And there is so many different opportunities. You don't have to stay in that little local circle bubble, like little, that little local bubble um, that we're all so stuck in living. Um, there is just, so many different avenues out there that you can take. There's so many different opportunities. 99% of people don't show up. Um, so just be the 1%, be the 1% that shows up. And we, for sure, if y'all don't already follow Sammy on social media, go follow her. She posts great content, literally what we talked about today constantly. So Sammy is a great example of how to live an effective, healthy work life, personal life integration. Um, we're going to start using that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like integration. Um, um, there might be some social posts there, Sammy, for you. Um, take it and run. But I really do appreciate having you on today. Appreciate you taking your time out of, I know you're extremely busy schedule. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we end today's episode? Yeah, I always like to like kind of recap everything, but like saying it in three direct quick words is um, invest in yourself. I know it's scary. Uh, I'm a millennial and we're really big about experientials. But once I invested in myself, I saw this totally new lens. And after investing in myself, I met Wade and look where we're at now. Mm -hmm. um, the two is being aware of who's in your inner circle and how many people that are in there. You, you, when you're when, when you're talking about like getting invited to whether it's games or um, Dave and Buster's things like that, I'm in a point in my life that I just kind of want to share like, hey, do you like this? Do you like this graphic or this graphic? Do you like this idea or you like this idea? So um, start being in those virtual, if not personal, circles. And the third thing is divorce the outcome, or I shouldn't say like that. I'm a divorce kid, so <laughs> I would say kind of. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I would say just have fun and enjoy the journey. I have to remind myself about that every day and don't worry about the after or like the outcome officially. So just just be present and start having fun with the journey. Of yeah. course. And if you go back, I know a, a lot of my followers um, notice this, but I say journey probably 18 times every single post I make. Because it is, I, I do believe a lot in the journey and, you know, when you start thinking of it like that, like, where am I going with this? Like this path that I'm on is not straight at all. Um, and it, the same for you and same for everybody else. You know, you have a plan that that path is straight, but it is not. And you have to adjust and you have to, you have to move with that path especially if you're creating your own like you can't walk through a tree you can't walk through a boulder you can't walk through a mountain but you can walk over it that path just might be a little bit more difficult and i believe a lot in that journey and if you can understand um which i'll be doing an episode over that in the coming weeks about finding what your journey is but it is it's very important and i'm really glad that you said that in recap for in regard to 
people's journey and moving forward. I, I can say journey a hundred times just because I love that word. And it truly is. We, the lives we live as each and every person is a journey and you just have to figure out what your journey is and why you want to live that journey and create it. Yeah. Like, be happy yeah. where you're at. Be happy where you're at. And I'm happy um, where I wasn't anymore. So. Yeah. And then if you're not where you're at, then book six, like I'm living book six. I have a lot of writing to do, but (laughs) turn into Ted talks, TV series, documentary, like let's just have fun with it. No. Yeah. And if, if you're a person that, which I know a lot of them that do not know their journey um, and are not satisfied with being in that place where they don't understand what their next step is, go out and figure it out have the discipline to go figure out what it is because you will live a much happier, more satisfied, um, growth fulfilled life. And your journey will become more apparent than ever. If you just try, that's all it takes. Just try. Um, It's closer than you think. A lot closer, much closer than you think. Um, so thank y'all so much for joining us today. Um, if you're not connected with Sammy or myself yet, we're, I, pretty sure we're both on every single platform possible. Um, Go check out Sammy's book, Fearless. Um, It's on her profiles. So I have it. It's in the mail right now. It's coming. It's Um, But go check out her book. Go check out her content. Um, Go follow her on social media. Go follow me to stay updated. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to get that next video update. And if you have any type of conversation or topic or person that you would like to see live, let me know by either DMing me, sending me a message on any of the other platforms, or um, if you have my number, shoot me a text, give me a call, um, or send me an email. There's like a thousand different ways you can get a hold of me. So let us know. We'd be more than happy to do it. Thanks again, Sammy. Thank you. It's a pleasure having you on. And until next time, it is a great day to have a great day. See ya.